106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we are back at a great hour of Fix It Radio. This is Drive Radio. Lines are open 303 477 5600. And because of St. Patty's Day and all sorts of things going on around town, I'm it. So I am your host. Nobody else in here with me today. So I need you guys to call in. We'll have a lot to talk about as we always do. But if you've got anything on your mind, any questions, car related, fuel prices, as you all know, are through the roof. Yes, literally through the roof. I have a client out in California. They're paying $7 a gallon. That's in that kind of that Sacramento area, 7 bucks a gallon in California. I paid 4.30 for diesel this morning, which actually is a little cheaper. It's down here by the station, a little cheaper than where I am over in Golden. It's about 20 cents a gallon actually difference between down here to where I live, and you're going to see that kind of around town. So for those of you that are listening, give us a call, 303-477-5600. Some of you guys that are calling in, Larry's on the phone. I'll put you on hold. He'll be there and screen you here in just a moment, so hang tight. And again, line's open. One more line open, I should say, 303-477-5600. Anytime the fuel prices go up, by the way, it's a reminder, keeping your vehicle properly maintained will save you money on fuel. What I mean by that is even things like alignments and suspension will save money on fuel. I followed a vehicle down the other day uh, down here to the station. First of all, it was totally unsafe. Don't know why this thing was even on the road. But the shock absorbers on this car were so bad, you could hardly keep the tire. This, this particular driver could hardly keep the vehicle on the road. The bouncing of the tires was so bad that on, not only was it a dangerous vehicle to drive, but on top of that, that vehicle is using far more fuel than it needs to be. So again, folks, there is all sorts of ways to save money on fuel. We'll talk about some of that today in the program just because it's top of mind. Dennis, you're up next, sir. Hey, good morning, John. How you doing, Good, brother? sir. I uh, just wanted to put a shout-out out there to everybody. If you're thinking you might need tires, be a good time to get them because I think they're going to double. I think here. you are very. I think you're very. Uh, the you know oil prices direct you know direct relation for all of you listening direct relation to things like any plastics of course, uh, tires, asphalt, Dennis. I mean any anything along those lines, fertilizers, you name it. It's all going to go up. It, it truly is, and I, I just heard John that there's going to be a forty-seven percent increase in the grain prices shortly here. Um, yeah, yeah, wheat's up like uh, I want to say almost triple. It's not quite triple, but it's close to it. Uh, corn, wheat, uh, rice. Yep, it's any, all going to be up. Anything, yeah, anything along grains. If you got a chance to get her, get her now. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's well said, and I, I talked about in Fix It Radio fertilizer prices are going to be not only up, but is also going to be in short supply. 
uh, this summer. So that's another one where if you've got the ability to you know get it now and stock it even for your yard for the rest of the year, I would. And and stack on top of that how much grain we normally pull from Russia. Correct. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be an impact, man. I'm, Jesus is coming, and I'm blessed. Thank God. Hang uh, tight. <laughs> Good one, Dennis. You're 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 the man. Appreciate it very much. Thank you so much for calling. I mean that sincerely. Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred Drive Radio. We'll be. Uh, uh, let's do this. We'll take JD before we take a break. JD, go ahead, sir. Uh, it might take more than the break. You're but, fine. We'll uh, take it. We'll we'll, we'll take time. No worries. Um. So I'm not going to name the shop, but I took my 2001 Pathfinder in, um, and you know, a month ago it had a bad, I don't even know, like fuel injector, and then they wound up changing out the spark plugs. They changed out one of the airflow sensors, and, and I was fine with all that, you know, trying to keep a car living. And then uh, the check engine light came back on, and apparently they – reassessed that uh, on an 01 Pathfinder, is there even a possibility that it has four catalytic converters? Yes, probably does. Okay. Okay. Um, two upstream, two car, downstream is typically how they do. Not all cars, but yes, that one That, that one is, yes, it's known for that, yes. Um, could, uh, I called in a week or two ago, and the car, when you accelerate, was kind of like canting to the right, and then when you decelerate it, camp back to the left, could an overabundance of airflow, that's their claim, uh, cause the car to shift right and left? I would have thought it was a mechanical thing. No. You guys thought it was a mechanical thing. Yeah. Tip- and I'm just typic- wondering if I'm getting scammed or not. T- typically, uh, and let me get a better a better feel for what's going on here when it shifts right to left is it while you're driving is it while the engine is is under you know under power you know explain that shifting for me first before i I give an answer the car literally can't right when you accelerate uh and then it can't back to the left uh when you decelerate okay and it's pretty much at every speed okay that most likely mechanical. It's not. I would doubt it's an airflow issue. First thing I would be looking at if I was a you know technician shop would be motor mounts, of course, to make sure things are good and tight right. there. That is one of the first things that I would be looking at. And then, of course, I also would look at suspension. And how many miles are on it, JD? Uh, 187. Yeah, I mean at 187, I'd be looking. Really, I'd be looking at everything at 187. I'd I'd be looking at you know. Yeah. What are torsion bars like on that particular vehicle? You know, what's the suspension like? Uh, shock absorbers aren't going to do anything for the canting. It's just more of keeping the wheel stabilized. But, you know, what, what's all the suspension like? Is there anything loose? Are ball joints tight? All that kind of stuff. I'd also be looking at motor mounts, transmission mount, all of those things that are, you know, tied into that. I'd be looking at all of that if it were me. It's not an yeah, airflow issue. Th- Sorry, it's not an airflow. The- the thing that bugs me, and I did tell him, hey, take your time. You know, I'm not in a rush because I've got a second car. Um, but it sat in the exact same spot. I drive by it every day yeah. and hasn't moved in a week. And so I'm wondering how they, you know, I mean, I guess you could take a portable 
scanner out to the car and, and try and figure more out. But you, Well, uh, yeah, all scanners are portable, so yes, you could do that. But you also need to get in the vehicle, drive it, do some testing. And as I said a moment ago, if you're going to look at the things that I just mentioned, it needs to be on a rack to really do that properly and really see what's going on underneath the vehicle and so on. It, it, you can't do I mean, you. I guess you could do it in the parking lot, J.D., but that's just not how we fix cars. Yeah. All right. Well, all that being said, I've probably got uh, uh, 200 pounds of rice uh, in vacuum sealed bags with uh, nice. Uh, you know the the dehydration packets, whatever you call them. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's just smart. You know, buy what you can now, um, and if you can vacuum seal them, I mean, uh, that's all the better because they do have fat in them, and fat goes bad when exposed to oxygen. So rice doesn't necessarily last forever. Um, but uh, going back to your shock story, uh, driving up I-70 in the mountains, um, it was a big old Cadillac, and the front left wheel was bouncing up and down, and I'm like, this is not good. I, you know, grace of God, I hammered the gas, went by the guy, and in my rearview mirror, the tire blew, and he swerved all over the highway. Fortunately, it didn't wreck. Jeez. Um, but how can you not? notice that and maybe you don't have money to fix it i don't know but uh, i i know uh, and i get i get the fact that people are on budgets and with all the prices of things and so on but i and i'm trying to be nice but i'm just gonna say it sorry i'll just say it jd people spend money on the things that they absolutely want to and what they feel are more important to them and that could be everything from you know no offense but porn and cable tv as opposed to fixing your vehicle so to me that's the biggest irritant is you know we don't have a safety program in the state you see things like that running around i'm by no means against people that can't afford to get things fixed and taken care of but i also know people don't budget very well and i can guarantee you the same individuals that we're talking about have other things that i probably don't even have because i don't value them enough right yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't buy that 75-inch TV when your Thank car you. needs to be repaired. Thank you, J.D. In fact, yeah. don't watch TV if your car needs fixed. I mean, sorry, <laughs> but this is this really is what some of this boils down to. You know, what's most important to you? Well, um, I've been on a Netflix binge, and so shame on me, but I've been watching videos on wild edibles. You know, what? what's uh, in my backyard that I good can one. if we get in trouble? You know what? That, you just, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing. That's great. Thanks. Thanks for the tip. I'll do the same thing. That's that's a great one to watch. Well, we'll start off just real quick. Um, dandelions. Everybody yep. kills them. They're, no, they're edible. Know, terrible for your lawn and all that. 100% edible. The root is a coffee substitute, and it was actually brought over from Europe as a food crop in the early days. That's right. That's right. No, that's very edible. Yeah. Used to grew up with a neighbor that would make a uh, a salad actually out of dandelions, and it was actually pretty decent. Well, it's bitter, um, yep. but um, it's very nutritious. And uh, and then there are the people that make their dandelion wine out of it because so it's got enough wow. sugars. If you throw in a okay. yeast packet and let it ferment for a few days, okay. you can actually make your own alcohol there. There you go. Giddy up. <laughs> J.D., as always, man, thanks. Really appreciate it, sir. Let me know how you end up on the Nissan, there, by the man. way. I appreciate it. All right, man, it. appreciate it very much. Lynn, Dan, you guys hang tight. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? 
Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, affordable interest mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com.
All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Dan, you're next. What's going on, sir? Hello, John. Uh, back when, in the previous administration, when we used to hear we were energy independent, mm-hmm. I, I felt really good about that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm hearing that, um, well, for instance, that because we, we're not going to any longer import Russian oil, right. that, that we're looking around the world at some equally unpleasant places, in my opinion, to to bring in oil. And, and the explanation I'm hearing is that we, we don't have the refineries uh, sufficient in this country to process all of our domestic oil because it's a different kind of oil. Um, that's not true. Flush, yeah, I just find that That's so an untrue amazing. statement. I, I don't know who's saying that, but that's not true. Our refineries in this country are set up to handle all the different types of oil oh. that are around the globe. And, and it's, it's also partially why we do import... I had this discussion this last week on on Rush to Reason. There, there are. It's also why we import some of the oil, Dan, that we do. For example, the tar sand oil that comes out of Canada, which they're going to up production. It sounds like Canada's going to try to ship us more oil as well, and because they want to sell it, and make money as well. Can't blame them. But we have refineries that are able to handle that tar sand oil, which is very, very sulfury. If you would, it's got a huge sulfur component component to it. I should yeah. say. So, so our refineries, Dan, are set up to handle all of the different types of oil. Oil that's out there. We typically here in the U.S. will generate the sweet crude. It's not the same exact sweet crude that comes out of Saudi Arabia, but it's that type of oil. And we've got refineries set up to handle it. It'll handle the the sulfur, you know, oil that's coming out of the tar sands. You know, we as a country actually are pretty self sufficient as far as that goes. And whoever said we don't have the ability to do all of that, we were a net exporter of refined products under Trump. So that is, and we had the best, we had the most booming economy we've ever had as a country. So not only were we doing 13 million barrels a day as far as what we were supplying at, at that time for ourselves, but we were also exporting refined products. So the reality is whoever's saying that is just, they're just wrong, flat out wrong. That's very uh, very reassuring to hear. So we're capable. We are very much capable, Dan. Our own in fact, I, I will go out on a limb here, and I don't think it's much of a limb to say, if we had everything dialed in correctly here in the U.S., we use 20 million barrels of oil a day here in the U.S. We could easily meet that demand. We can produce already. We've done it. We're already at about 11.6 a day right now. Could we get to that 20, in other words, almost double our production in this country? We absolutely could, Dan. But and there's and there's articles by the way out there. Oilprice.com is a great place to go. By the way, there's an article there. Here's how Biden could bring oil prices down. And the whole article, Dan, is talking about what you're saying. Why is Joe Biden running around the world begging the Saudis, begging Venezuela for oil when he could be in front of our own U.S. oil producers, asking them how do we produce more oil? The reality is they haven't because they don't want to. The producers. Who doesn't want to? I'm sorry. The Biden administration doesn't want to talk to our own producers. That's why. That I can believe. I heard a fellow in the oil industry say he'd rather deal with terrorists than Texas. Yep. Yeah, I, I just yep. thought, boy, and that and, and that is a very true statement. That's exactly what's happening, and it's really ticking off our own oil producers here in the U.S. to the point where this may very well backfire on the current administration. Because you tick these guys off bad enough, they're liable to just go out and produce it on their own, anyways, no matter what they ask for. <laughs> Very good. 
Uh, they, they, you know, the White House may very well not get what they're bargaining for, is my point. Because here, here's my own belief, by the way, everybody out there listening, please. This is not a political statement at all. I think this is a very factual statement. This current administration does not want oil prices down. They want to force you into driving EVs. This is all about control. You can't control a population when they're able to buy gas and travel freely, Dan. This administration doesn't want you doing that. Amen. Yeah. That's John, the whole that's you. the whole crux of it right there. Thank you for that. So, there you go. Dan, All thanks right. man. I appreciate the phone call very much by the way. Lynn in Littleton. We got a line open by the way 303-477-5600. Lynn, you're next. Listening to your last hour and in between shows, I actually called Absolute Power and made an appointment for Monday. Great. But wanted to you were really onto this uh, backup generator uh, thing, and we had actually priced a Generac generator that would connect into the natural gas system of our home. Uh-huh. Um, found it to be extremely expensive, and the one unknown until I signed their contract was, you know, until you sign the contract, they don't send anything to Excel for Excel to look at it and tell you whether or not you got to upgrade your natural gas supply line, which would have added another six k uh, yeah, uh, yeah. to the cost. Good and point. So if I want if I wanted to buy a portable generator, um, you know, something in that 10K range, and instead of hooking it into the natural gas, because I've built a detached garage, my power now comes in to a new panel that's on that detached garage that's in the back of the, of, of the house, and I'm thinking I could probably get a couple of 60, 80, 100-pound um, LP yeah. bottles. Yeah, run them off propane. To run yeah. A, yeah, that's what I would run do. Run them off propane. Sure. And, and, and it's way back at the back of the garage, so I'm not going to hear it. My neighbors might. But, no, in fact, you could even, you could even rent, it, a, if you wanted to, you could do it that way. You could even rent a very, very, very small tank, and typically the rental on propane tanks is very, very inexpensive. And, uh, you know, most of them will require you to at least do a, a fill-up on it, you know, once a year or something along those lines. In fact, if you do, there's typically no rental of the actual tank itself. So you, you could even look at doing that. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. Very easily done. What the uh, one of your callers um, was talking about something. It was the gentleman from Wyoming. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Was talking about something that he put in between the the meter and the power. I I, I was a little lost there. It, it's a it's a device that actually goes. It's it's a think of it this way: you pull the meter, put this device in, put the meter back on on top of it is what it is. Okay. It's called Easy Connect is what, what it that? is. An Easy Connect. Yeah, okay. it's an Easy Connect. And uh, that's what he was talking about. And, and he's got one. Now, that's manual. You know, there's nothing, you know, again, this is something that, you know, Absolute could help with as well. It's not automatic. It's a deal where, you know, you have to, uh, you know, go out, fire up the generator, plug in, do all those things. But it will not allow the generator to backfeed once the power comes back on. That's how it's designed. Okay. Well, to me, doing the manual thing wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, you could do um, that. This John, would be this would be a way to do that and have you know have absolute put that in as well. Um, quick question for you: Have you ever looked at, um, you know, during the peak of summer when you're running your AC and stuff, uh, instead of running AC off of your electrical, firing up your backup generator that's either running off of LP or natural gas, and what 
what savings would be by doing that, or is that not something that's recommended? Only use that generator as a backup. I've never looked at it. That would be a better. That'd be a better question for those guys coming out Monday. I don't know, Lynn. Okay, it's a, it's a math equation, um, of course, and, but I don't know. Okay, and I would assume that LP would be more expensive than natural gas. It, it's it's uh, more volatile. It goes up and down like the price of fuel does, and where natural gas is more stable, it just depends on when you buy it. Well, Inglewood Propane for all those people out there on Wednesdays. You if you go into Inglewood Propane any Wednesday of any day of the year, their propane is one third off. There you go. Perfect. And they'd be one to to even talk about putting a permanent tank in. Lynn, i got to run. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I want to try to get one more in here before we go to the bottom of the hour break. Tom in Denver, you're next. Good morning. I've got myself a 1989 Toyota pickup truck, and no one one wants to work on it. I understand it's old, and they think it's going to break. I've got a leaky head gasket that's been leaking 20 years now, and uh, dealers are afraid. Some yep. mechanics are thinking, "Oh my God!" What well, and it's not even—it's not even the, the the you know what they feel might you know break on the truck and things like that. It's just simply a matter of a lot of shops today are not working on anything that's that's uh, you know ten. Some have a ten-year cutoff. Some have a fifteen-year cutoff. Some have a twenty-year cutoff. And it's really more that than than anything. A lot of them have also a I we you know we're not going to work on anything that's OBD. Uh, you know, one. So in other words, it's OBD2 and ladder. They won't do anything on the OBD1 and older. And, and honestly, Tom, a lot of it is just because the technicians that are out there, if you think about the generation of technicians, you know, the guys like me that worked on those vehicles back in the day aren't any longer. You know, we're not, I'm not turning a wrench anymore and I have no desire to go back to turning one, to be honest with you. And a lot of guys my age are in that same boat. So, you know, we're losing guys my age that would be willing to work on those types of vehicles. And no offense, that the young guys, they're they're not. They don't want to work on it anymore. So you almost have to find some you know classic car type uh, you know uh, shop to to work on those vehicles. And I know there's some classic like cars. You remember when they'll do the very very classic cars? You know the you know early Fords, early Chevys, that kind of stuff. I don't know if they'll do anything on your Toyota. I'm kind of thinking probably not because of what it is. Somebody that may though in our group would be JC's British and 4x4. They do a lot of old Rover restorations, things like that. Uh, if you talk to call ask for Jeff Corwin at JC's British and 4x4 and tell him you your listener and tell him what you've got going on. He if he can't do it, Tom, he at least knows somebody in that realm that can. I'm very appreciative. I've been frustrated, as you can tell. Oh, and it, and and it is frustrating. A lot of I get this, by the way, a lot. I mean, there's a lot of older vehicles still out there, you know, running around. You know, stuff from even you know 70s, 80s, 90s, and and there are not none of the mainstream shops are going to work on them. You know, the, the advantage like what Jeff has at JC's, Tom, is he's got a full facility. In fact, they just opened it here last couple of weeks. Full facility off of Santa Fe, where they work on all of the modern vehicles, rovers, that kind of stuff. But he still has has his, um, I guess you could call it more of the specialty shop where they fab things and work on the older vehicles and the, the projects and so on. But he's set up differently than, you know, 99% of shops are. That is wonderful news. I'm, I'm very appreciative. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of scaring the mechanics away. Yeah, you I'm won't scare him. To... Just, t- just call Jeff, tell him what you've got, and he'll, he'll either tell you whether they can or can't. Um, but but I, I would be surprised if they can't do that. 
that's wonderful news. I, I want to thank you. And You're very welcome, Tom. Great- thank you very much for calling. And again, it's JC's British and 4x4, any of our shops. And JC's is in our network. Just go to drive-radio.com, drive-radio.com. You'll find all of our shops listed there. Click on it. Everything is there as far as who to call. And yes, Jeff Corwin is the owner at JC's. Ask for him, and he'd be happy to help you out. Dan, I'll give you some more time here after the break. Don't go anywhere. A couple lines open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. As the cold comes in, don't let the heat go out. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC, electrical, and boiler needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. They specialize in HVAC, boilers, and all your electrical needs. This is not the time of year to mess with heating issues. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, focused on doing the job right at an affordable price. They are a top-rated home services company with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. For a limited time, KLZ listeners who purchase a high-efficiency American Standard Furnace will receive a free air purification system. Terms and conditions apply. Call now for an estimate on your new furnace, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Winter is here and we've seen snow, high winds, and fires. You need to make sure your vehicle is ready for whatever Mother Nature throws at you. Let Extreme Auto Repair get you ready for anything that may come your way. With supply chain issues affecting everything we purchase, make sure you don't delay in getting whatever you need for your car or truck done before it's too late. They service all makes and models of vehicles, and they specialize in diesel repair. Don't forget, they also sell tires, and Cooper tires are at their cost. Don't be that person who waits until the last minute to get their vehicle ready. Get into Extreme Auto Repair now. Find them at drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com, or call 303-841-1071. That's Extreme Auto Repair. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow in chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. 
GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. A couple lines open, by the way, 303-477-5600. You can text us a question as well, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. And uh, John and Cheyenne, thanks for sending me pictures, by the way, of your um, uh, charge device. Actually, we'll put that up on our website, show notes and all that. So uh, producer Ann will get that taken care of as well. Dan, what's going on? Hey, uh, just a couple questions. The uh, I got a 2008 Nissan Frontier. The hood latch, you know how it, it latches down on the body of the frame, right? And you got that safety thing. So it's it's doing that, but it's not tight. So the the hood is um, you can see. I don't want to say vibrating, but you can tell it's not tight. So the the hood uh, vibrates back and forth when I'm going down the road. Okay. The safety latch is working, so I'm not worried about that. It's just kind of an irritant to see that hood. So you you can you know you you can typically you can adjust the latch or should be able to and there's a couple of ways okay. you can do that Dan either adjust the latch itself by pushing you know by by loosening the bolts moving it down some to make the hood shut a little tighter also if the level of the hood is correct um, right now you there also is those little rubber stoppers that the hood you know shuts against you can adjust those also. Okay, so and is that the cable that, that uh, for the hood latch release? Yeah, where the cable that? goes to, there should be a, an adjustment on the latch itself. Now, some are non-adjustable, and that's where you've then got to go to the rubber bumpers to get things tightened back up. And sometimes those wear off or they shrink. You know, they get they get rotten right. and they can shrink, and, and you may need to adjust those up some. But you could look at either side of that or both, for that matter. Okay, and then you put this collar on the head gasket on his Toyota. I don't know if he's still listening or not. He didn't say, is that a, if it was a four-cylinder or a, a six-cylinder? Oh, he didn't say, yeah. I, yeah, and then, because I have an 85 Nissan, I ran into the same issue, and I'm still working on it because I'm just so busy, but um, I actually had to, to do the head gasket myself. Uh, it's doable, but it's a major, major project. And yeah, it's a major, yeah, if you don't have yeah. that, that, um, experience um it, it's an undertaking let's just say that yeah and it's so and then your shop that you were talking about so since i did the head gasket i had the i had the cylinder head rebuilt mm-hmm. because it was off might as well have it rebuilt sure new, you know new springs and all and you know pistons or the the you know what i'm saying right. the valves and everything mm-hmm. i had all that rebuilt so if if he does that, um, if he's still listening, ask ask the shop if they'll do it. They hopefully they would rebuild the head. Oh, J- Jeff at JCs would look at all of that at the same time. That's just you know, yeah, they're not going to do it otherwise. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, you. It sounds like you were talking about crazy drivers that you've had on the road. <laughs> Well, I was talking earlier about, you know, just the, the, you know, how to save fuel economy and so on. And I look at some of these vehicles running around and the safety of and the, the you know, the tires that are just bouncing, you know, all over creation. And you can tell these guys are having a hard time keeping it between the lines. I guess they don't understand that, you know, all of what that's, all of what's going on mechanically with that vehicle is using fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my crazy story was I was on uh, around Federal Night 70, and this was several years ago. Uh, this uh, woman was driving, and her uh, driver's side tire, uh, rear tire, was flat, and she was driving on it. 
and she got on I-70, and I tried to to let her know. That I, I don't know how you – I mean, I guess some people don't realize when a tire's flat what it feels like, but I tried to get her stopped, and she just – she avoided me like anything. And I don't know, we got probably around, uh, what is it, Quebec or whatever, or right. whatever that is. Her tire finally, the, the tire finally just came off the rim, Ugh. and it, it, it blew out, and it messed up her rear panel, and she kept driving on it. Wow. I, I don't know if she was out of it or what, but I'm like, that is just insane what she was doing, so. Uh, and Yeah. And... and and several years ago, you know, I live out of Blackhawk, so we were, it was a really snowy day, and so I didn't come up Golden Gate Canyon because that, that can be pretty treacherous. And uh, we got stuck on 119 up to Blackhawk, and there was people that were slipping and sliding trying to get to Blackhawk. They didn't have good snow tires. And it was like, turn the car around and go home and buy good snow tires. I mean, because of that, hmm. the traffic was backed up, uh, like, for miles. Because the people didn't have good enough tires, I finally was able to get off. If you're familiar with it, I was able to get off uh, Smith Hill Road, which is a dirt road. Of course, I had you know I had good tires and four right. wheel drive. Right. It was a steep hill, and I just took off and just just got home that way. But I couldn't believe the amount of people that had bad snow tires. And I think their thinking was, "I'll go up to Blackhawk and win a jackpot, and then I can afford the tires." Oh, jeez. You know, it doesn't usually work that way. No, I know. So. All right, well, thanks for the advice. That guy that's listening to the cylinder head, of, yeah, give him a, a call if you're not able to do it. I mean, okay. there's, there's there's us that can do that, but I, I'm not a mechanic. I'll just do it for my vehicle. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. I don't blame you. Dan, thanks, man, as always. Appreciate it very much. Lines open, 303-477-5600. Anything you got for us, please give us a call. You can text us questions as well, 307-200-8222. Sage in Cheyenne, you're next. Hey, John. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good to talk to you. Um, hey, I have a 2020 Super Duty I bought used. Okay. Um, it's, still, it's still in warranty. And the roof molding, they have two roof moldings on the driver and the passenger side, and they both rivet behind the back glass to, you know, secure them. Uh, the, the passenger side one has broke. Um, the dealer is willing to fix it. Ford is, uh, knows that they have a problem. Mm-hmm. But they have to pull the back glass at uh, at their body shop. Okay. Would you would you fix that and trust them to pull the back glass, or would you just take some RTV silicone and just you know silicone it back down and call it good? Well, and you got to be careful what silicone. If you, if this is everybody else there listening as well, you have to be careful the type of silicone you use on any kind of a paint product on a vehicle because some silicones will actually take the paint off, rust underneath over time, and create a bigger problem than what you have right now. So you've got to use the right type of urethane really is what you have to use to make – because that's, again, there's guys out there doing windshields that use the wrong type of – of urethane they don't even use urethane they use something that's inferior to that it still gets the window set but it's eating away at the metal that's actually you know that's bonding the window to the body if you would so yeah you got to be careful what you actually use there um how visible is it sage uh it, it would make a rattle driving down the road. No, I mean, I mean, you know, looks wise. If you were to take, you know, some some urethane, you know, like they would set the glass with, right. and you use that, how visible is it? Uh, not visible at all because you would put it underneath the molding. Um, you know, so you, you would you you wouldn't see it. I'm, I'm not crazy I do about that. that idea. Uh, I, I would I I would okay. use some I would use the same urethane that they you know that they put windows in with. 
Okay. In fact, if you end up, by the way, Novus Auto Glass up there, Troy in in Cheyenne, if you went in there and told him you listened to me and told him what you wanted done, I guarantee you he would do that for you. Yeah, they've replaced windshields for me before. Yeah, and and they would use the right product that's already sitting there. It's easy to, to do. I guarantee you they would help you do that. And I would do that and not pull the glass and do it the other way. Okay. Uh, the other question is, real quick, uh, extra tires. If you're, like, say, at 50%, would you just buy an extra set of tires yep. and keep them on hand with the prices going up? Yep, I would. In fact, what I would do, depending upon tires that you have now, I, I'm i still one of those guys. I like running winter tires. I like r- running summer tires. Now, I don't do it on every vehicle sure. I own, but the vehicles I drive on a very routine basis, I do that. So, yeah, I would buy whatever the other alt, you know, whatever the – other side of the fence is if you've got tires now you think are great for summer, great. Run them all summer. Buy a set that you know you're going to put on next winter. But, yes, I would do that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is for a backup generator, I used to sell them. I used to do uh, – Oh, I used to nice. be a Generac dealer. Yeah, so here's the kind of thing that um, I always – and I even did it with my own parents. Um, if you need to – if you live, say, out in Wyoming, out in the wide open, even in Colorado, um, a, <clears throat> a portable is great. But it depends on your ability to go outside right. during a snow event. That's right. And start it. That's you right. Know, uh, Good point. You know, you don't you don't want somebody who's um, I don't want to say it and sound this way elderly going out there trying to start a generator and trying to do an interlock switch when the wind is blowing seventy miles per hour and you have four feet. Sage, I wouldn't want my wife doing that. So and it's nothing against her, but you know, there's things there that are mechanically driven that you're talking about that no offense, you know, some people are very able to do those things. Some are not. And and it's nothing against the folks that can't. It's just it just is what it is. There, there's nothing right, wrong or otherwise. I mean I'm not a literature expert. I I'm a mechanical guy. My brain works differently than than that other sure. side does. Doesn't mean the other side is bad or or wrong they just can't do the same things i do so that applies to a lot of people sage you know and i'm i'm 38 last year we had that snow event up in cheyenne remember that four feet of snow oh yes for our winds we were out of electric for 16 hours i have a whole house backup generator and that came on you know i there was no way in the world that i would be able to open the garage door and go out and start even the honda that's an electric start portable and drag extension cords into the house. I mean, just to get the garage doors open and, right. and fight those elements. Right, right. Uh, Great point. Same if, you, same, if, same if you have a storm, you know, if you're trying to keep a sump pump and stuff running, uh, one wrong move, even, even if there's GFIs on that, you're going to know it, you know, and there's yeah. no rewind button on anything electrical. You make one wrong move. It can, it That's can, a great point. You know. No, you are, you are spot on. And it's, it's more, how should I say this? It, it, it's it's more involved, and I think that's what you're saying, Sage. It's a lot more involved than I think people think, and it's it's involved when it's 60 degrees out, super nice, and you're going through all of this. It's way more involved when it's zero degrees and it's blowing snow sideways. Correct. Correct. So, you know, so it's a safety factor, too. Uh, so even if you think you're willing and able, take that into consideration that, you know, you know, let's let's turn this into, you know, uh, let's think about it when the conditions aren't ideal. You know, um, I mean, you, you can be a marathon runner, but if you're trapped out in a snowstorm in your car on I-80 and stuff, you know, that's not right. going to do you much good. When that's you're, right. You, you know, you're not going to run 40 miles. That's right. No, to get, get help. So same with the generator. So kind of keep that in mind. That's a great you, point. Uh, you are. No, that is that uh, is fabulous. So, uh, uh, I mean. Not to get too personal, but why just stop selling those? You just found something else to do, or what? 
Yeah, kind of, kind of retired from it. Okay, you know, it was different. You know, um, you know, you, you just get to the point in life where it's, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I wanted to kind of change direction. Okay. You know, One, I, I, I know it's a long, long uh, question here for you know you've been with us for a while. Appreciate it very much, by the way. One last question: What's the biggest mistake people make when they actually go to buy a generator? Is it that they're thinking they're going to run way too many things? I mean, what, what's one of the biggest mistakes they make? Uh, probably undersized because you can see the TV commercial saying, "Hey, this generator," and that's probably why I don't like Generac. Is because they put the commercials on TV saying. Uh, generator starting at nineteen ninety nine. Okay. You're never going to put a generator in a house for two thousand dollars. No, Good you point. know, um, you know. So people call with that expectation. Hey, I'm going to get backup power for two thousand dollars. No, you're not. You know, you're 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 closer to ten when it comes to permits and you know all the electric hooking it up and running a gas line, propane line, making sure you have the right gas pressures. That's you know. Um, and the other big uh, problem is people buying them off the internet. You know, having you know, you can get them at Costco. I heard you say yep. Costco has a deal right now. But if you're buying, say, a 14k for a house um, that's running on a 400 amp service, that's not going to power everything. Nope. So you and people never. Uh, you can put, even put a 24k on a whole house, but you got to tell people, hey, you got to manage the load. Just because it powers everything in the house doesn't mean you run around the house during the power outage and turn That's right. all the lights on, run the dryer and everything. That's right. Uh, because they'll call you in the middle of a power outage and say, hey, my generator just tripped out. Well, that's because you tried to run three AC units in the dryer. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, exactly. You know, so, so um, people aren't, you know, they, they have to be, they have to educate themselves and do some research on it and know what size fits their house. Um the gas line is kind of a big deal, but usually the utility companies, since they're going to sell you more gas, they're willing to come out and put a bigger meter in. Okay. So, uh, you know, um, just buying them off the Internet and trying to, you know, and, and not knowing what their low calc is. You know, we go in and make sure to do a low calculation and say this is what you need to run 80% of your house, you know, because that's kind of the mm-hmm. code. Um, so... You know, and, and I don't like, I said, the backfeeding and the, uh, in, in some of those interlocks and stuff, like I said, just because of the safety factor. Like I said, if you're mechanically inclined, it all changes. You know, you're a car guy. You know, changing a tire, you know, on the side of the road on a day like today is different than when yep. it is during a snowstorm or, or same thing with starting a portable generator. So yep. that's, that's the biggest that's the biggest thing uh, going for uh, a backup generator. You're correct. You're correct. That's automatic. Sage, yeah, great info. Great, no, great info. Thanks. I appreciate it very much. That's solid. Really appreciate it, sir. Hey, I grew up in the car business. One uh, quick thing on my crazy driver story. You know, I was. Uh, I remember uh, he was a teacher. He came in, and you know, he had like an old Cutlass. So this was back in the late nineties. Um, you know those latches. You know, you know how sometimes you can't close the door because the latch flips. Yep. yep. You know, and you're yep. hitting that. Yep. Yeah. He drove. He drove around with a bungee cord oh, for a month. Because Jeez. because he thought his latches broke on his door and it came in he came in and all we had to do was flip it. Yep, yep. Stick you your know, finger in he, there. He's driving down the, driving down the road, <laughs> oh, 80, 90 miles per hour. Oh man! And you know, holding the door shut. Jeez. You know, for for weeks because he didn't think he had the money to. Good story. Know, place the latch. Good story. So, all right, Sage. John, appreciate it, man. Weekend. Thank you very much. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Lines open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty.
Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You might be misinformed about your home insurance policy, and while you're making the claim is not the time to find out. Paul Lewinberger knows this and will educate you about the types of home insurance so you can make the right choices. There are three different kinds of home insurance. Structural home insurance covering the outside, liability insurance for if someone gets hurt on your property, and contents insurance for possessions inside the home. Paul knows that the insurance money received after a big loss is often not enough for total loss replacement. In fact, with other companies, there is no such thing as total loss replacement. That's unique to Paul. Make sure your coverage matches your premium. Otherwise, you can't have the peace of mind that you should have with insurance. Work with someone who will make sure you have the right policy. Call Paul Lewinberger at 303-662-0789 to learn about getting coverage that gives you peace of mind. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thank you all for joining us. I know we went a little bit long that last segment, but I appreciate 
Sage and all of his info and whole home generation we went into on uh, Fix It Radio. I'll get into more of that even in our, our uh, upcoming episodes of upcoming shows, I should say, of Ready Radio, which for those of you that haven't heard that, we're doing a, a prepper type show. It's really more of just you know the you know, being ready for the what ifs that might come along in not only that area but others. We do that on Fridays from 2 to 3 o'clock right before Rush to Reason. So if you're uh, able to listen to the program during that time, a lot of you, by the way, have and are, and a lot of new callers there. I appreciate that as well. And Sage, thank you for all of that information. I will use that on that program as well. And he brought up a lot of great points, and this is true for even you know, vehicle repairs, things along those lines. And he brought up a great point to a moment ago. One thing I wanted to add to what he said about the tire side of the fence. So you're half on tires right now. Tire prices will definitely be going up, period. No matter what the price of oil does, which it's up, tires are going to go up. Just, just the cost of everything associated with them is going up. It's called inflation. So if you've got the ability to buy tires now, and do even what I said, where you can run a set in the summer and a set in the winter, I definitely would do so. So if you've got a set now that you think are good for all summer, great. Keep them on. Buy a new set for next fall that you would run during the winter months. On trucks especially, this is it, especially uh, for Sage if you're still listening, there's enough takeoff rims on trucks especially, where guys go and put lift kits and things like that, and there's enough takeoff rims out there that are relatively inexpensive. I mean, they're not free, but they're pretty inexpensive to where if it were me, I would go ahead and put a whole nother set of wheels and tires together for next fall. And and the key there is if you bought a set that maybe weren't perfect, they got a curb check here or there, you run them in the wintertime anyways, who cares? As long as the wheel is straight, not cracked, and there's no issues, uh, I would go ahead and see if there's anything out there like that where you could you know, save some money, buy another set of wheels, get them all mountain balanced, put them away. Now they're ready to go. When it comes time to swap them out, go out to the shop, jack the truck up, swap them around, mark where the ones now are coming off so you can rotate when they go back on or put where you want them to be when you put them back on. Use a tire crayon to do that on the inside. It's really easy. That's what we've always done in the car world for years. Sage, you're, you've been around that long enough to know how to do that. But anybody else listening, that's how we do that. So it's just set those things aside if you've got room. And by the way, those can set outside. They don't have to be inside. The key there is if you put them outside, put a tarp or something over them to where they don't get weather checked. It's all you'd need to do. I wouldn't leave them outside in just the bare sun because that will deteriorate the rubber, weather check them, and so on. But you can store them outside, especially if it's in a nice shady space. Uh, you know, you can. And actually, a really nice way to store those is, uh, and I don't know, Larry, where you where you buy these, but I know they're made. There's a lot of merchandising material that goes over 55 gallon drums. Used to be at fuel stations. Still is, in a lot of cases, at C-stores and things like that. See if you can't find some of the old merchandise material that go over 55-gallon drums. Those fit over tires really nicely. If not, you could even sew something up, make something up, but you can bungee cord a tarp to it as, as well. So anyways, whether you got a place to store them or not, doesn't matter. You can still put them outside and do what I just said, and it works that way as well. All right, we'll be right back. Got another couple hours coming your way. Drive Radio. This is KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. 
Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.